Man, can I tell you a little, uh, little story? That's what I'm here for, my man. Lay it on me. Hell yeah. Man, the song just brought it back. Oh. Uh, so, so you go into the Army, not many, not, many, not many white guys from Arlington Heights, Illinois. <laughs> really? You know what, what, what's the, yeah, what is the demographic pie of the Army when you're a recruit <laughs> there? I'm curious, man. <laughs> white guys from the suburbs are very misrepresented. All right. So it's, you get a lot of uh, inner city, you get a lot of, uh, even the white guys are from like a lot of trailer park Ohio whites. I imagine, I imagine the recruit uh, diversity uh, differential totally opposite from the uh, fish concert diversity differential. Completely different. <laughs> different. So you got to think like anybody at that fish concert probably has a, a couple, <laughs> yeah, a, a couple options of where to take their life. Yeah. I guess, man. Yeah, you know, the guy growing up in Detroit probably doesn't have many options, so he'll take the army. Get the low-income, you know? poverty-stricken, uh, potentially minority <laughs> groups, I assume, joining the army. So, you know, you get there, and uh, I was a mechanic. So we worked in the motor pool, and you had a radio, and we would all take turns plugging. It's back in the day of the iPod. The we iPod would, days, hell yeah, man. This was pre-iPhone, so we'd all take turns. Y'all, if you had an iPod, you got, to, you got your turn. Well, actually, uh, remember back then, um, Zoom was a big thing. I do remember Zoom. That's funny, man. Yeah. Uh, I've been... I'm not talking about the, the telecast thing online. No, I'm this, talking about the, the little... It was, like, a, it was, like the, it was probably the greatest competitor to the iPad. I, I, Crazy that there were MP3 competitors. I've been missing and longing for the days of the MP3 uh, as I've been getting back into the jogging. In this nice weather, oh. man, you know the the, yes. the 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 chunky, clunky, hunky phone thing, man. I can't handle it. Like it's too heavy, and I don't like the radiation oh. vibes I'm getting from it. Like I just want that. Dude, old... I don't want the fucking armband exactly, that's bigger than my arm, man, and want... the fucking computer hanging off my bicep, dude. Give me the iPod Shuffle that I clipped yes. to my fucking pant, greatest, pant belt. Greatest idea ever. Pant, uh, you know, anybody out there that wants a billion dollar idea right now. Come up with a similar concept to the fucking iPod Shuffle that just clipped to your fucking pants or sleeve, man. Yeah, that thing you was couldn't even awesome. Feel it. Oh, why can't you we imagine, have that anymore? Especially back then, you had the corded headphones. Like now, you could have that with the wireless oh, earphones. Man. Like, dude, you don't even know you. Uh, this, is this music coming from the sky? Is yeah. this God playing to me right now? Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Oh, you're right on the money, man. No, dude, so this was back in the day. You got to play your iPod. You could do, you know, and then that was it. For the day, it was your music. I think we split it up before lunch, after lunch. So you'd get, like, half a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, they hated when it was my turn. Hated it. Because, <laughs> so I got the most shit for my music because it was literally split 50-50. I'm sorry, 49-49. <laughs> you know, oh, 49 percent yeah. of them listen to country music 49 wow. percent of them listen to rap music of course and it was like me and two other guys that listen to like rock alternative you know yeah suburban and, white guy tunes absolutely anyways what would always blow my mind is i would play so, like i would my ipod would just be on and like you'd be a couple hours in and then so, out of nowhere some random song somebody would come up to you and just be like hey man what song was that <laughs> 
Nice, man. Right? Yeah. And then you know you got them because yeah. then, like, what would be awesome is, like, two, three weeks later, you would hear it on their iPod. That's a great feeling to be either on either end of the, you know, here's a new song, you know, wow, what is that? And introducing someone to an artist that they may end up loving for the rest of their life. So you know what I love about it the most now, which I didn't know was going to happen back then, is uh, nowadays I'll put my fucking iPhone on shuffle. Right. It's some random song. And like, I, if, if I'm around people, they'll even be like, you listen to this? And <laughs> No, I don't. But it reminds me of one guy, and it's because it was on his iPod, wow. and that's where I found it. You oh, know what I awesome. mean? that's awesome. Yes. So like, now I have all these songs on my list that do remind me of the people. That's the wonders that, of, that I, I love that about it. music. Music is beautiful because it definitely... Uh, resonates with people in a way where you can remember just a very specific moment in time or a person from it a is a triggering era. it's a trigger absolutely it's a huge M- trigger. music yeah. is a is so uh, it has oh dude so you much can strength. like smell the motor but when some songs come on you could like smell the motor yeah pool, man and, like you're like you could just feel that hot desert anyways the reason i thought about this is because uh going to california was one of those songs that played and I had so many people that are like, "Yo, that's a that's that's a really tight song." Uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of the tightest, actually. Uh, <laughs> They'd be like, "Hey, man, this song was pretty good." And like, you just, you know, it hit them. Like, you know, they like it felt it. Years you ago. know what I mean? Crazy. And uh, that was Led Zeppelin. I used to get them with Led Zeppelin. You know who? Pink Floyd was a, was one of them. But do you know who the biggest like? I would play a song, and I couldn't believe it, dude. You would have the fucking biggest, meanest gangbanger come up to you and be like, hey, man, what song is that? You know who it was? <laughs> I can't wait. Jack Johnson. Oh, wow. I knew you wouldn't even guess. I would, he would, because remember, back then, he was big, especially for us in that time and place. And um, I'm talking like Jack- 2008. I- Jack Johnson's a genius. He created uh, an entire persona and career uh, around playing four-chord sing-along songs. He writes sing-alongs. Sing-alongs, man. They're they're fantastic, though. I I give credit where credit is always due. Jack Johnson deserves all the credit in the world for being Jack Johnson. Nobody else. If if you try to be Jack Johnson, you're a dude trying to be Jack Johnson now. Oh no, that's the problem. Every guy who's ever been at a campfire and pulled out a guitar, you're a f- because he did that. <laughs> we're starting <laughs> you're, you're early just trying to be here. here. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy though? That's Jack Johnson was the one that would get me the most. Uh, that really blows banana, my mind. Banana pancakes was like wow. That, that was like you. All these guys like loved banana pancakes. Yeah, but also, man. You're in the army. You're away from home. Jack Johnson, feel good music makes you think about hanging around the campfire on a summer yes. night, being yes. with the ladies, drinking some cold yes. brews. You know, listen when you're on the block, fucking strippers and doing drugs and drinking <laughs> Hennessy. Great to rap about. But when you're across the world, missing your wife and kids, some Jack Johnson comes on. Yeah, man, yeah. bring a tear to the eye. I can only yeah, assume, oh. man. You know, it, it just, makes you feel. It makes you feel away. You know. Well, it's warm music, and um, I think again, just kind of brings up those uh, good summer vibes, man. Jack Johnson is a summer playlist kind of guy. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. What's next month? June. 
We're doing Jack Johnson June, baby. Oh, my God. And, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think it'll roll the same way as Led Zeppelin. You'd be surprised with a lot of these artists. The B-sides, man. They're, they're the gems. Oh, Jack Johnson do. has some gems, man. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing a... This might be weird next month, though. It's going to be very Oh, we're mellow. doing a Jack Johnson. And, uh, no homo ahead of time. We're not gay. I don't know if we could do the full month. <laughs> it might be the most mellow, like, soft oh, month of and the And it's show. Pride Month. It's perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a good call, actually. No, I, I think if uh, anything, for Pride Month, we got to go all in and do, like, some Freddie Mercury, a little Queen action. Um, uh, you know, really explore the territory, if you will. We don't have to... I like Jack Johnson, because listening to Jack Johnson is, like, the closest I'll ever get to being gay. Well, here's so. the thing. If we do a whole month of opening the show with Jack Johnson, you'll he- folks, you'll hear the opening of the show be like, oh, hey, folks, welcome to the Dude Man Podcast. <laughs> We're just hanging out, having a good time, being mellow and cool. You're right. How are you today? It might, it might bring down the vibe It'll a little. It'll be a little bit of a low vibe. And, I don't, you know, we're a bit of a higher vibe. We're out there for our folks cruising around the world, checking things out. You know, we don't want – we don't bring you down low. And maybe I don't that's know, though. Jack Johnson kind of deserves the, the, the shout-out. Maybe get, we'll do a week. I'll do a week. We'll I, do a week. He's got a few upbeat jams. You're uh, right. He, after a whole month, he sounds the same after five songs. <laughs> You're right. I'm only seeing this as a guy who's played. That's why Frank's the artist. I played a little guitar in my day, and I just know if you can play, if you could string together four chords, you could play uh, 45 to 50 Jack Johnson songs. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I played Knocking on Heaven's Door one time four years ago on a guitar, and I think I could play every Jack Johnson song. There you have it, folks. And Mike did bring it up next month. It is around the corner. They are going to shove it down our faces and throats nonstop. It's just going to be endless. Uh, we can't wait. I know you can't wait. It's uh, Pride They're shoving month. something down your throat. <laughs> yeah, I was you waiting what? for you. Come on. I threw up that fucking meatball right there for you. So, yeah, we got Pride <laughs> Month coming up, folks. And already we got all sorts of nonsense and anger and craziness give me baseball give me dodgers give me some crazy group the sisters of something or other this is going to be a wacky one folks the sisters of perpetual indulgence getting more support than the sisters stop right there stop right there frank isn't that the blues brothers church that's literally the blues brothers church we're on a mission from God, folks, and we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> we're here to tell you the truth about what's going on in our culture and our world. It's fucking crazy out there. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, what was the church of the Blues Brothers? Uh, we'll have to look it up during the clip. I'll give that uh, homework to you. Uh, I'm gonna decide with you and say yes. I think maybe it's something there, but this is a whole nother level, <laughs> folks. I I really encourage everybody out there go ahead and google the sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence check out the images on google uh this is a unique group of fellas the sisters of perpetual indulgence getting more yeah i know sisters perpetual what indulgence does that even mean the sisters of perpetual indulgence how do i get the perpetual indulgence what do you mean it's the dude man podcast we are perpetually indulged in beer and I, marijuana like you're here by my burps time. i am always indulged always having a good time over here and so are these yeah, lady fellas i was not this is uh, the most indulgent hour of my week <laughs> <laughs> well of right. my day i do it six times a week <laughs> He takes a day off for church uh, uh, on Saturday. Uh, even, the, even the Lord took a break. 
So uh, I love this story because I've I have hammered into every single sports team that gets criticized for Pride Night bullshit. We've done hockey multiple times. We did baseball last year, last season several times. We're on to a new season. I love baseball, and I love when Pride Night gets involved. The sisters of perpetual indulgence getting more support than they ever imagined. The L.A. Dodgers now backstepping, not only out with an apology, but also re-inviting the sisters to the team's annual Pride Night at the stadium next month. The sisters welcoming it as a genuine apology. One of the things we wanted to communicate to them was that a simple apology and re-invitation would simply not be enough. Not enough! It's never enough! It's never enough! What do you mean it's not enough? Never enough! We, as well as the rest of our community, we want to ensure that this is genuine and that they are taking... I want to remind everybody, these are bearded fellas who dress up as nuns in uh, clownish makeup. Uh, Wait a minute, these these are the nuns? Yeah, these are the nuns talking. You didn't catch that? These, yeah, these. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But these are dudes. These man. are the sisters. No, these sisters are brothers, man. These guys are. Uh, these are fellas. sister brothers. They're sister fellas. S- sister fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just, I just blew a fuse in my own Somebody brain. Should have put you, they needed to put you in charge of the LGBTQ movement, man. Where they fucked up was the branding. You know what I mean? I don't even know what trans man means, but you tell me fucking sister, sister fella. I, I, get, I get crystal clear. I blew a fuse in my own brain right there. Yeah, sister fella. I can't believe that happened. Yeah, it's true. They're sister fellas. Uh, and a, these sister, are... a sister fella. I literally picture a black man dressed as a nun. So Great it's, job. It's not just it's not just a racial uh, thing here. I have to. Uh, we are an audio program, and so um, unfortunately, I'll just have to describe these gentlemen. Uh, these lady fellas, these are, um, by all accounts, I have not seen one to the contrary. These are a several, if not a group, of obese, bearded gentlemen who dress as uh, nuns, but in outrageous, clownish, crazy, wild versions, cartoonish, I think I said multiple times, I hope I did. Uh, it's... It, I get it. I think they work at a bar or something. I don't know what these people do. They preach God, maybe. That's cool, too. I'm totally down with it, but uh, I just don't understand, like, <laughs> why? Why? Why the insistence? Why must you be a part of everything? Right oh, steps to they're out of reconfirm their allyship with us. And yeah, Mike, you're right. The, the fella yeah. you're listening to is one of the nuns. Okay, and that's why simply- none of this makes sense. Even your name, the Sisters of Perpetual <laughs> Indulgence. When have you ever known nuns to be indulging? Well, no, it's. I think they're. I think it's a joke. I want to remind people too. Back in the day, you know, drag used to be funny. It was like a comedy thing. You know, like it. it I'm not mm. being bigoted or exaggeratory in any level. I'm a hundred percent positive. Not even five years ago, drag performances and shows were were part of like comedy no, ads. Dude, and they were yo, pro- these motherfuckers are serious, dude. They they have a project no, n- nun way. Now have you seen this, dude? No, I'm saying now it's different. The game has changed. There's no doubt. I'm just saying a long time ago, and by long time ago, I'm five seconds ago. Oh, drag okay, was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. now, no, these dudes and uh, holy shit, they yeah. think they're nuns. 
No, it's a whole, it's a thing. It's a I don't think you thing. guys have read the Bible. Maybe, hey, look, I will never take away Bible reading or religion or being spiritual from anybody. If if these fellas are into that, absolutely. No, 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 them, no. no. But... Here, see, see, Frank, this is where we lost society. Christianity doesn't adapt to you, right? Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. You're not a nut. I see you. You're not a nut because I, Christianity <laughs> is not going to adapt to you. This is a religion. This is a set of ideas. I didn't think it was a religion. I thought thousands they were of years have produced fun- good functioning people. So we're not going to adapt it to you. I assumed, you <laughs> I assumed them to be an entertainment group who makes money off of this, you know, whatever. I don't think they're entertainment, dude. These guys are. Well, well here's the problem. I think entertainment. I'm on their in, website right now, dude, and this is like... It's a little freaky, I know. I, I checked them out. They're a little weird. So, uh... <clears throat> and I want to... They, they've been around since 1979, just so you know. That's a little creepy. So, these, <laughs> these fat-bearded fellas dressed as crazy, clar- uh, cartoonish, clownish nuns, they are protesting about not being... Uh, they were uninvited from participating in the Pride Night at the Dodger Stadium. And uh, this is the fiasco that unfolded. And uh, <laughs> You know what it is, man. Here's what's confusing you. Do you know what their mission statement is? That's what no, I, like I can't wait. We use humor and irreverent wit to expose the forces of bigotry, complacency, and guilt that chain the human spirit. See, yeah, this- see, and that's what's throwing you off is okay. the humor right. and the irreverent wit that they are using. I've been holding is- off on this for a while, I feel like, but I think this is my f- my number one statement on this whole tranny movement and what's going on with the T's. Uh, it- you guys need a sense of humor. You have no fucking sense of humor. And if you yeah, don't get it... For guys fu- with if- humor and irreverent wit, we seem to not be able to make fun but of But I'm you. talking across the board, man. If you're she doing the he and you're he doing the she now, you gotta get a fucking sense of humor. If you don't, you're going okay. to continue down this horrible path of victimhood, and it's it's not kosher. It doesn't work in our society, and, and the pendulum's gonna swing, and you're going to be pushed out. So do it now. Adapt. Not, not, no, dude, get not some even humor. Humor humor's inferring that it's a joke, but. No, but y- I can. You have fu- to. You have to. You have to. At the very least, if you're a tranny. You have to, at the very least, acknowledge the absurdity. Th- th- that's what I'm trying to say is... Acknowledge uh, the absurdity. There's, there's a humbleness to having a sense of humor. Mike, you do it all the time, repeatedly on this show. I, you describe your height and your hairline. And you do it... Both are perfect. With conviction. <laughs> with conviction, my man. One is equal to Tom Cruise, the other uh, Brian Stelter. <laughs> but Both but, successful people. It, it, you're... you're, you're you're lining it with humor, and it's fantastic. And do you know what I'm saying? You're presenting yourself, no holds barred. This is me, and I'm being funny about it at the same time. But I'm confident, and I don't fucking care. And like, do that, trannies. Like fucking, like, yeah. like have a sense yeah. of fucking humor. Yeah, your whole point should be: I am a chick with a dick and an Adam's yes. apple. Yes, I am. Right? I am. A, like, but- I have this makeup on and the beard. Yes, and I'm gonna make some jokes about it too. And I'm not gonna yes. take offense yes. if you like, are offended. When that- yeah, when the bald dude, with the, the dude with the mustache and beard and lipstick walked yes, past man. you in the men's line to yes. go into the women's bathroom, 
He literally should have turned to all you men and been like, suckers. You know what I mean? Like, do something that acknowledges the Mike absurdity. is referencing my experience at a wedding last summer where a gentleman in a dress and lipstick with a full beard was uh, utilizing the female bathroom. And I made a joke about the, uh, the man's ability to have free access to both rooms. And, uh, it's genius. Oh, yeah. I've been wearing a dress at every party ever since. <laughs> That's right, dude. I just you never know which lines are going to be longer, you know. I've just been doing the lipstick; doesn't have the same pull, unfortunately. But, uh... <laughs> which is ironic because you have the hair. Let's continue down this outrageous absurdity. I I really enjoyed the Pride Night bullshit, and this group is insane. ...not be enough. We, as well as the rest of our community, we want to ensure that this is genuine and that they are taking the right steps to reconfirm their allyship with us. That after the Dodgers offer to re-invite the sisters back to the Pride Night event, something they've attended in past years, saying, quote, the Los Angeles Dodgers would like to offer our sincerest apologies to the sisters of perpetual indulgence, members of the LGBTQ community and their friends and families. <laughs> we have asked the sisters of perpetual indulgence to take their place. I hope they're paying the- you by the syllable. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm not kidding. I think I was doing the math the other day. Like, how many letters of the alphabet is this group up to now? I saw this thing. It was like LGBTQIA+. Like, that is almost like, what, a tenth? Oh, and then if you're also part of the POC group, it's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, yeah. And if you're, an, if you're half AAIP, half POC, and oh you're part God. of the LGBTQ, I don't even know what the fuck to call you. No, you're alphabet group. I think they just, just say, call themselves the alphabet <laughs> group. So God help up. us if you grow up and become a turf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around that one. I, I can't figure out where it, the women starts, the dude ends. What's going on with that one? At our 10th annual LGBTQ Pride Night on June 16th, we are pleased to share that they have agreed. We understand that uh, the Dodgers are sticking their neck out a little like bit. Like if in Tiger Woods decided he was a woman today, yeah, man, he would be. Oh my God, a POC. Yes, no, an BIPOC, BIPOC, BIPOC. Oh, I'm sorry, he would be a BIPOC. Mike, you're an a, an AAIP, <laughs> an LGBTQ plus IA. Wait, like, is he gay? That is insane. Oh, you're saying if he, he came out as gay, he'd be B I P O C A A P I L G B T Q I A plus? Oh my god. Yeah. He'd, he'd be a BIPOC ape G. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting sued now officially. I don't know what just happened there. The BIPOC ape G. YouTube uh, definitely dropped us. Oh my god. Uh it's, so- it's insane. Uh, Wow. Uh, like, th- like, think about that, though. Uh, like, I just spent five minutes describing you, and I haven't said anything about you or your personality or what you do or anything. You, just you your just, sexual preferences <laughs> and gender. You just traversed 90% of the alphabet trying to describe a person, and now we're going to, like, go through it. And you know nothing about him after I've said that. <laughs> like, all you know, but after all of that, all you know is what he identifies uh-huh. as and who he fucks. You still don't know what his profession is, 
what contributions he's given to society. Nothing. Yeah, I'm going to settle on from here on out, and I've done it before. I think this is it. You know, we have enough people out there that have heard me say it. Uh, BLT Sandwich Community. I think it covers the whole group. <laughs> BLT Sandwich I Community. I feel bad for you people. Like, all you guys with all these letters. I've never met somebody and f- felt obligated within the first few minutes of meeting them, being mm. like, Hi, yeah. how you doing? My name is Mike. My name is Mike. I'm half Italian. I'm half Polish. <laughs> I am straight. I've only fucked women. <laughs> like, you know? I, I totally agree with you. I think there is um, a loneliness behind the need to immediately express what's going on in your life and who you are. Oh. And Frank, you know, you know what you'd word you just nailed? Nobody talks about how victimhood comes with loneliness. Right on, man. Right? Yeah, man. That's a good loneliness. No, I'm telling you, I, I think that there is a, a reach out. There, you know, the thing with the pronouns, the reason why it's so hard to explain this to like Papino is because what's hard for people to wrap their minds around is the pronoun is I want you to say these words when you're talking about me. Not when I'm yeah, it's, there. It's com- it's compelled speech, and so it, it is a sen- yes, compelled speech. You you are forcing people to. It's the weirdest thing, it, and it's a form of control, and it's like a, it, it's this bizarre mentality that um you're that important essentially, and now nobody I'm- wants to hear it, but it's a slippery slope between I have to call you a, a woman, I have to call you her, even though I know you're a man. It's a slippery slope between that and then, well, every time you say Joe Biden, you just just started off with great leader. Yes. Uh, yes. Right? Absolutely. And in fact, you could, you know, you're almost there where you go to jail for saying, um, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, no, no. But you need to say great leader, Biden. Biden, the great leader. Or, or for those of you who are on the other side, imagine having to say Don, our great leader, Donald Trump. Every time you are on a, this is on fire. I like this so much. You are right on it, man. We are five seconds from forcing you to put just this word in front of that. Donald Trump identifies as the great leader. What's the difference? Wow. I actually identify as the best plumber. So you will refer to me as the best plumber. Uh, That's. Frightening, because you're I mean, right. Think about both sides. I don't want to refer to Joe Biden as our great leader, and I don't want to refer to Donald Trump as... I don't want to refer to anybody as our great leader. No, that's the most anti-American concept I've ever heard of. But you got to think in Canada, they're already... Pa- Canada has already passed the laws. Canada never had... They don't have free speech in their constitution. So Canada has already has laws that I have to call you what you want to be called. That's insane. And it opens the door to the great leader. Mike, you, oh man, you just like freaked me out. Like, you chilled me it's to the bone slope, on that man. one, man. It's I'm not kidding. Slope. Chilled me I, to the I, bone. I don't think people understand third and fourth order consequences. I don't think anybody's ever, I think a lot of people haven't even been taught to think about it. To well, think about, you know. What do you mean third and fourth order consequences? So one thing in the military that they always try to teach you is like, uh, especially like, think about like we're, um, 
think about like we're in Iraq, right? We are the invading force. Whether you whether you're there for good or not, it doesn't matter. You have to realize where you are in this, who you are, right? Oh yeah. And and one of the things you need to realize is uh like like Frank, you're the leader of this uh, of this group in this in, in Bakhmut. Oh right? yeah. Let, let, let's say you're running Bakhmut. Wagner group. Right? Yeah. And I have you. I got you on I got oh, you no. on lock. Okay. I'm locked on your site. I know where you are. I got a drone ahead. I could I could take you out. Mm-hmm. Right? But one of the th- that's so the first order consequence of taking you out is I take your dad your guys are now leaderless, right? And right. that's where the news wants. That's what the news wants. That's the news story. That's what everybody wants to cover. That the Democrats are all about that first order consequence. For Everything sure. you look at, that's the you know the black kids aren't scoring good on math tests. We're gonna get rid of math tests. What's the first <laughs> order consequence? Well, nobody's doing bad on math, on math tests. Right, there is man. no math test, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Now, what's the second order consequence is, well, now we don't know who's doing bad and who's doing good. What's the third order consequence of that? Well, now you go down the line to the third. Well, now we don't know who's doing good, who's doing bad. So those who are doing bad are going to fall even further behind. And what's the fourth order? Now the fourth order is we we can't even get those kids caught up. That's how you get idiocracy right there. When you're looking at, like, an invasion like Iraq, it's like, Frank, I could take you out because you're the leader. But uh, what's the second order consequence of that? Second order consequence of that is there's three guys in your command that are trying to take your spot. You have a power and vacuum. It, it, we, we create this power vacuum. Now we have three fragments of this extremist group that we're dealing with. And now three different groups are recruiting and expanding. And You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, okay, then what's the third order of that? You know, Now your kids are coming back. It's, it's like you got to think about your consequences are going to have consequences. So it's not just what's going to happen because of what you did. It's what's going to be the consequence of that consequence. <clears throat> yeah, there's like a butterfly right? effect, essentially. Or, there, you know, it's, it's, there's a always ripple. that effect. So that's what I think we're really failing to look at. You know, defund the too many black people are being killed by police. Defund the police. Great. No black people are being killed by police. But now <laughs> everybody's being killed by the criminals. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then what's the second order effect of that? Well, now you have kids growing up in a world where criminals are running it. So instead of wanting to be a politician or a cop you know, or a cop or a fireman, now they want to be a criminal. And then in that world, we have one solution. Batman. Uh, that's what happened. I don't know, but do you know what I'm saying? Yes, one. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, this is the destruction we're seeing in all major cities. It's a cultural yes. decline, no doubt about it. And th- the policies being pushed are based upon, you know, outrageous left wing concepts that are the, not left wing. Uh, you know, they're it, communist it's, it, concepts. No, it's literally that's really what they are. In, in every city, you ask yourself, why do they keep voting for Democrats? It is because these guys come in with these ideas and these policies that are going to give you, ve- they're going to, they, they sound like they're going to give you really good first order consequences. You yes. Know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the, you know, what you get from that is going to be great, but it's everything that comes after that, that just keeps 
bringing you down even more. And then what does it cause, yeah. right? White flight. No, that's already gone in Chicago. That's the already cities, gone. Dude, if you look at the numbers of the cities, it's already over. Well, if you look the at what? the numbers everywhere else, according to the NAACP, if there's one place in the world that you want to avoid as a person that's a minority uh, or part of the LGBTQ sandwich community, well, you must avoid one place, Mike, and one place only, and you know where that is. The one where the ruler is Death Santis. I love this. Florida. Making America Florida. Even as his multi- Oh, yeah. I, we haven't done Joy Reid in a while, and I thought this was a great opportunity to do a little Joy Ann Reid from MSNBC. Oh, we're getting the read out? We're getting a little read out here. Like, get the read out on why the NAACP is uh, warning people not to go to Florida. Making America Florida even as his multiple as multiple human rights organizations are warning that Florida might not be safe for many Americans. Over the weekend, the NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida, saying the state has become openly hostile toward African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. I love okay. it, dude. We were just okay. in Florida. It's the most happening, business-friendly state I've been to. No, no, in two Frank. Years, I don't even dude. care what your personal experiences are in Florida. I don't care what. I don't <laughs> yeah, care man. what. Like this Come is on, my man. this is my Come biggest. On. So this is my biggest <laughs> problem with our family, like the people I talk, and just the oh, people yeah. I interact with on a regular. We basis. Have, we know people who live in Florida. So uh, we have like, no, no, but that, on the like ground, this story right here sums up the problem with America, right? The minute you hear this story, <laughs> you should not come up to me, who you know voted for Donald Trump, demonious. And be like, see, the Republicans hate blacks. They even said <laughs> Florida. They hate, no, no. The mi- if you are a rational adult, the minute you hear this story. You should be like, okay, wait a minute. You're telling me. Hold on one second. You're telling me the government of an entire state is against black people? Wouldn't the federal government step in and stop that? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are laws in place for the federal government to stop a state government from... oppressing a group based on their race we kind of fought a war over that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you guys know this but but we kind of fought a war which had a massive shift on the constitution the laws of the land and now states can't really oppress people based on race I, I, i i mean what year are we living in I want to remind people, uh, if you can you can check it out, usnews.com. They rank the best states in America for 2023. Number 10, Florida. Uh, yeah. Number 10. Out of 50 states, I want to remind everybody, uh, you know, number seven in economy, number one in education now. I, I was wrong recently. They were previously number three. They've moved up now in education. It's as if all these bills Ron DeSanctimonious has been passing in Florida has, you know, risen their grade <laughs> from three to one, number one in education. What is your people's problem with this guy? I just don't understand. He's literally running one top ten best state in the country. Top ten. Top Fucking 10. top do, do ten. You know, 
Do you know where black people are thriving and doing great? Florida. You know why? Because everybody in Florida is doing great and thriving. Oh, everybody. Number 14 in infrastructure, number 13 in fiscal stability. Folks, you got to lay off Florida and Ron DeSantis. You got no argument. You got no pull. It doesn't make any sense. The guy literally is running one of the top 10 best states in this country. And I got to say, I saw it firsthand. You, your numbers are bullshit. You're full of lies. And this political ploy to uh, make it sound like Florida is a racist place, it's just the silliest sounding thing ever, and I'm it's so, so stupid, glad. It's so, so insane. I love that not only did Joanne Reed bite into this spicy meatball, but she also invited the very guy from the NAACP who wrote this warning. ...attempts oh, to erase wow. black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in schools. The move comes as the League of United Latin American Citizens, LULAC, and the gay rights advocacy group Equality... LULAC? Uh, you gotta get a rebrand up in that, man. Florida... Doesn't smell as good as the flower. advisors <laughs> for the state. Referencing DeSantis's draconian anti-immigrant and anti-LGBT. <laughs> Smells like KY and buttholes. <laughs> that that took joke, me off guard. No, no, that took me way <laughs> off guard. I you you threw me off on that one, only because I was rewinding. Mike, you're a monster. All right, uh, uh, I I don't get it, dude. I like there's no too. way in this world. In this universe, that I can make a living off of just going around telling people that I fuck women. KY and buttholes. But, That's the title but of the show. You got gays and lesbians and trans out there who literally make a living off of being gay lesbian activists. They're just walking, they literally just go around talking about who they fuck, and that's a living. That's <laughs> insane. I want you to pay attention to some language here. I'm very into this. This is why I clipped this. There's a lot of clips out there about this. This whole thing. Uh, every major news station did it. I s- didn't find a clip of Joy Ann Reed. I had to go check out her show because I was very interested in hearing specifically how she did this. Mm. And the gay rights advocacy group Equality Florida have also issued travel advisories for the state, referencing DeSantis's draconian anti-immigrant and anti-LGBTQ laws. Draconian. I want Draconian. Draconian. I I can use the word draconian to only describe every single governor during the COVID lockdowns except Ron DeSantis. I know. And why are you mixing in the immigrants with this? this, Dude, the immigrants don't like this. Draconian is Draco's code intended to clarify existing laws. Uh, Severity is what made it really memorable. I'm reading off a little uh, site here. According to the code, minor offenses were punishable by death. Hmm. Draconian. Oh, it sounds like Florida, Frick. Draconian. I just, I, yeah. I, I want to say if, that <laughs> if by if by minor crime you mean being black or gay, then Florida is draconian. Draconian failure to pay one's debts could result in slavery. All right. This is Florida. Including, don't say gay. 
Joining me now is Leon Russell, chairman of the NAACP Board of Directors. He previously served as the president of the NAACP Florida State Conference of Branches. Um, Mr. Russell, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to read a little bit from the travel advisory, and it says, quote, under the current governor of the state of Florida has engaged in an all-out attack on black Americans, accurate black history, voting rights, members of the LGBTQ plus community, immigrants, women's reproductive rights, and free speech, while simultaneously embracing a culture of fear, bullying, and intimidation by public officials. And it also cites this law signed by DeSantis to allow Floridians to carry, Floridians to carry guns without a permit and criminalizing protests. So in your view, to be blunt, is Florida not a safe place for black and gay and trans people to travel to? Floridians understand that this is a time where people have to analyze their plans. They have to look at themselves and say, will I be safe? Will I be in an atmosphere that in- We're talking Florida, not Chicago, by the way. Encourages people like me to flourish. And so what we're saying in our advisory is, Yes, it's time for you to analyze your situation and determine if it's time for you to visit Florida, if you're safe in Florida. Because what we understand is this is a political move that is fostered by the bullying, by the hate, by the white uh, supremacy yeah! that uh, uh, Ron DeSantis uh, is pushing. Yeah, yeah, the sanctimonious man. Oh, dude, come on. Did you hear Shit. Holy what cow. the fuck are you talking what about? What are you talking about, man? It makes no sense. This is insanity. I can't believe people are peddling this race baiting, race hustling, divisive nonsense, uh, to, man. Dude, this is, this is uh, evil stuff, dude. This shouldn't be allowed on TV. I mean, this is propaganda at the highest order, dude. This is the state uh, media trying to convince yes, the boomers yes. and the people out there watching this show to fucking be hate, like just have race. This is two minutes hate from fucking 1984. No. How is this not a campaign ad for Joe Biden? This is literally just against Ron DeSantis. That's why they're going after him. Is he, at this point, are we just accepting this is the, uh, like, we're going to see a battle between DeSanctimonious and uh, Trump, and then... Uh, no, it's even more disgusting. They're going, dude, they're doing this to get people, they don't want DeSantis to win the primary. Who's they? You're saying the people the on media. the media, the left. Oh, or the media. Dude, the media wants Trump, man. You know they want Trump, CNN. Baby. Come on, he's a C cash cow. Yeah. CNN couldn't wait to have Trump. After he, you know what I mean? Oh, like dude, the minute he that town he hall, was a, that was the biggest thing hall, they've had dude, in fucking five years, man. It was like banging the X, you know? They need him. Yeah. <laughs> they need him. <laughs> Sure, you love the new girl, but nobody made you come like the ex, you know? <laughs> she just had that thing. She put the finger in the bum, you know? <laughs> oh, I know. I fucking know. And speaking of putting it in There's the a difference between the girl that will lick your butthole and the girl that loves licking your butthole. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just different. <laughs> you always do a better job when you love it.
Speaking of uh, butthole play, folks, <laughs> we are not out of the woods yet. I got to tell you this. We're back for round two. I didn't think it was possible. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I couldn't wait for this moment in time. Give it to me, baby. The CDC is warning Americans about a possible summer resurgence of MPOX, formerly known as monkeypox. Yeah! Shut up. Stop. 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 No. No. No, dude. They got a rebrand. You got to stay. Oh, do you got to refresh to be fresh, my man? Absolutely. Yes. This is like Disney coming out with Lightyear 2. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, dude. Dude. It didn't work the first time, man. Oh, this time he's got gay dads. Not two lesbian moms. Come on, man. It's Monkey Pox Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. A thousand people in the United States have contracted the disease. Roxana Shaberry shows us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you couldn't let it hang loose for Sorry. too long. I got you, but I'm gonna say this right now. This is a funny clip uh, on one level, which is listen to how they describe when the monkeypox started hitting the scene. We don't really know if people are developing breakthrough cases because immunity is waning. Dr. Karen Kruger says some patients recently treated at Chicago's Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Oh, Mike, watch out. It's in Chicago. Oh, Boys Town, my baby. butthole is perking up. Oh, right man, now. look out for Boys Town. ...had also received both doses of the Genios vaccine. But at least we haven't seen any of those cases that are on the real, you know, very severe end of the spectrum where hospitalization is required. Because most of those people had... Double vaccinations. That oh my god. My With Pride celebrations starting. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Baking powder? <laughs> so the people who got your fucking stupid monkeypox vaccine are now getting monkeypox again? But it's keeping it's not severe. I'm going to rewind Kinda it for those. sounds like COVID. Rewinding for those in the back. No, very severe end of the spectrum where hospitalization is required. Because most of those people had double vaccinations that is my hope with pride celebrations starting <laughs> that's your hope okay so are you ready for they're gonna drop a little tidbit as to uh i, l- I love this story cdc is now warning of an mpox resurgence mpox by the way do you remember they couldn't they rebranded monkey pox because uh, yeah. it was racist it's racist <laughs> like, you know black people are monkeys <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that until you... I I didn't know it was racist until you told me that it was racist, and then I'm the racist one. Like, I didn't even think about black people. You guys called it monkeypox. And then you're like, well, we gotta gotta pull it back and rebrand and bust it out next summer. Uh, Remember, we did this last June. Don't don't put bacon on it and call it the American Club. Okay, Subway. I wish we... Refresh to be fresh. I I uh, don't know if you remember, but we did the clip from last June, and it was during the Pride celebrations, and they were interviewing all the people in the SMM outfits and the leather-clad boots and whatnot, and they were oh, talking about yeah. taking the vax, dude. I'm not kidding, man. Like yeah, this is a year right. later. They all were getting it, yeah. dude. This is a year later, and it's calling on men who have sex with men and yeah! other people. Yeah! Oh, to get vaccinated. <laughs> That's my favorite phrase. Men who have sex with I'm not I'm not gay. 
Who's the man who has sex with men? Oh, that's how you know we're back into the summer vibes, baby. Put on the beach, boys. <laughs> we're doing men who have sex with other men. Men and grab the KY. <laughs> Warning of an it's okay to fuck men. and it's calling on men who have sex with men and other people at high risk to get vaccinated. The agency estimates that only around a quarter of them have been fully vaccinated. Dude, I'm not gay. I'm just a man who has sex with men, and I prefer my chicks with dicks. What's wrong with that? I fucking love it. I lost my mind when I saw this clip. I was fucking losing. I can't handle it. Dude, they buried, not only did they bury monkey pox, but then they like buried men who had, dude, they were obsessed with men who have sex. That was the thing. Like everybody was men who had sex with other men. Then no, we're back oh, to gay. I feel like I'm back, back in 2022 right now, dude, with this clip. What's going on here, man? Men we're, having sex with men? We're, we're in a pox? time loop, folks. We're back to the the men. There's no more gay men. We're back to the men. The funniest part is you guys are. This clip is like you guys are acting like this succeeded last. Year. <laughs> this was no, nobody bought dude, this story I, last year. You're we just, literally talked about this, folks. Please listen to our previous episodes. We discussed this. You could see it now. There's a writer strike going on in Hollywood. I know nobody knows this, but they have to recycle the old scripts from last oh, year. Oh, <laughs> good. as a matter of fact, don't even play this episode tomorrow on Podbeat or anything. Just play. <laughs> Two years ago, or whatever that was. <laughs> Nobody will notice. It's the same story. They're literally recycling the scripts because all the all the writers are on strike. CNN's got nothing. MSNBC, they got nothing. They just all right. Just throw on. Oh uh, fuck! Hey, hold on. I gotta go comb my hair. I, I'm pretty sure Bill Murray's about to show up. So. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? We, we should actually test this theory now because we're. Here's our hypothesis, okay, that uh, the news media, the writer strike is going on, so they have no writers in their room, so they're recycling old news from last year, and this is on par, right? We're May into June. This is a May into June kind of story with the monkey pox. We should look into what was being reported on last August. We could predict the future. Oh, good call. Folks, we're Probably looking at some good stock picks. <laughs> That's right. Probably of Lizzo's ass, I can only imagine. That was the one thing trending last summer. All right, so let's continue <laughs> down this monkey box. Three studies released last week found that the two-dose vaccine is 66 to 88% effective at preventing... What? <laughs> a 22% variance? Yeah, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, kind of works. <laughs> Come on, it's like the COVID vaccine. It kind of works. Maybe there's some side effects. We'll find out in 10 years. 22%? You can't get me within a 10%? An approximation? Mike, uh, you're acting like we actually did some data and testing on this. (laughs) Treated it like the mRNA vaccines. We just lied, baby. Cut some checks. Come on, man. It's all about that bottom line, baby. Do you realize what they just said there? Ah, somewhere between... Two-thirds and four-fifths. We don't know. <laughs> this oh, that's is, a fucking big cap. <laughs> dude, this is that Panther cologne from Anchorman. You're like, 65% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> every this time. Is, I'm pulling this shit. It's unreal. 6 to 75%. Mpox is spread primarily by skin-to-skin contact. Common symptoms are rashes, scabs, Ah, dick to butthole. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I think they forgot that we all lost interest when all the gay fellows were coming on TV complaining about how itchy their buttholes were for two weeks. <laughs> we're like, all right, tough luck, buddy. You chose that lifestyle. Like symptoms, it's rarely fatal. <laughs> Michael Kelly, co-owner of Equal Pride magazine, was diagnosed with mpox last summer. So loneliness, 
was actually a oh, symptom. loneliness. Mental health oh, yeah. isolation is a huge symptom. But he says his symptoms could have been a lot worse if he had received pussy? his first vaccine dose eight days earlier. Okay, did you catch it? That's why I love this clip. Excuse me? Yes, baking powder. Are you seeing it? Okay, here we go. Here we go. No, but seriously, pay attention. This is fucking awesome. Mpox last summer. So loneliness was actually a symptom. Mental health isolation is a huge symptom. But he says his symptoms could have been a lot worse if he hadn't received his first vaccine dose eight days earlier. I'm concerned. Yeah, dude, he didn't get monkeypox the first time until he got the vaccine for it. And then what is the fucking phrase everyone used uh. for the vaccine with COVID? Oh, luckily I was uh, quadruple boosted uh, and uh it would have been a lot worse dude this guy juiced up on some vaccine for monkeypox and then got monkeypox the first time last year we're just seeing the second round flow through yeah well first off i gotta say to this fella um loneliness is not a symptom of a virus just like my biggest problem with covid is the Problems we're seeing with society, none of them are symptoms of the virus. Just like your loneliness, it's not a symptom of the virus. These are all symptoms of your reaction to the virus. Oh, yeah. So you have the virus, you decide to stay home. The loneliness is a result of you staying home, not the virus. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, that being said, my brother, who invented the theory that the moon is a flat disc. It's a flat moon theory. <laughs> probably can give you better medical advice than whoever is giving you medical advice. <laughs> dude, but here's... I gotta say... You're right, dude. You didn't... I'm assuming you, you were butt fucking through the whole thing. Nah, you're right. And you got no monkeypox the first time. What was my got the vags. What was my theory? We talked about this in the show about two years ago. I have to say I was big on the fact that we never really had the flu until people got the flu shots, and then all of a sudden oh, the flu sweeps through. Frank, no, I give you credit. I tell people this all the time. Nobody knows this, but like years before... One of the things when the COVID vaccine first came out, we didn't even have the show yet. I mean, when it first came yeah, out, when we were, yes. Frank was the one who was saying, dude, Emma, his, his girlfriend, gets the flu every year. And then the one year nobody gets the flu shot, she didn't get the flu. Nobody did. Nobody did. There was no flu. There was literally no flu because there was no flu shot. They rebranded. Re it's the same thing with COVID. It, yeah, man. It creates the variants. COVID's the new flu. They put out a new shot. They put out the new COVID. They, that's how they got the variants. And here's what I why I love this M-Pox, the rebrand of the monkey pox, uh, is it's, they just spell it out right there in the clip for you. In fact, I have a firm belief monkey pox didn't exist until they rolled out that vaccine that came out of fucking nowhere, by the way. Out of oh, nowhere, they had a monkey pox wow. vaccine, and then they rolled it out, and then all of a sudden you had monkey pox. Uh, it, they created it. They created it. This is fucking Bill Gates and all these fucking nut jobs that are part of this whole you great You thought thing. I was testing pot flies? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Martha. Get a load of these guys. <laughs> He's back, Dr. Fauci, you dirty bastard. I knew it. There's a, re there's a reason I only tested the gay puppies. You know <laughs> oh, they were the gay bug uh, beagles. That the all gay makes beagles. sense. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. why I prefer the beagles. They're the gays of the dogs. 
The ears give him away. <laughs> well, Dr. Fauci, that is some sinister stuff. And quite homophobic of you to go after the the gay community like that. For those of you new to the show, this is right around the time where I believe Mike thought the show would have ended on him, <laughs> so he didn't have to elaborate. <laughs> This is the best part. And, uh, look, Dr. Tony Fauci, can I call you Tony? I, I feel like we've known each other oh, for please, long enough. Oh, please, You yeah. kill a couple million, first name basis. Tony, thanks, Tony. Basis. All right, I appreciate that. So, Tony, you know, it's, it seems like now you're releasing this new vaccine. Are you getting any kickbacks or any, uh, you know, are you part of this monkey pox? Oh, oh, who is this guy? Frank, <laughs> we got a saying in Brooklyn. Never talk about money. Never talk about money. <laughs> I'm here to save you, Frank. You know, Tony, uh, you have been out of the limelight recently. What is retirement like? What have you been doing these days? Are are you anywhere in the States? (laughs) Or are you, you know, hanging out with Michael Jackson? It's it's pretty good. Me and and Epstein. I'm sorry. Steven. (laughs) Me and Steven. Oh, man, you're letting loose a few... Little uh, tidbits there. I don't think that's uh, appropriate. I'm sorry. Me and Steven, you know, we've been over here laughing at Bill. <laughs> you know, Gates. Making fun of him being in the news. <laughs> Just sitting on an island. Yeah, you know, Bill Gates has been in the news, actually. Uh, it was revealed that um, Epstein threatened to uh, blackmail him, essentially, unless they did some business deals. I can imagine. If I know Epstein, it's just a joke. <laughs> He's a funny guy. You know? <laughs> well, Tony, Fauci, you weren't a part of any of those kind of deals? Uh, shady kind of... Uh, I never fucked the kids. Oh, oh what'd you say? I'm sorry. <laughs>